Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is, wherever you are in the world today, tuning in. Thank you for joining me for the next episode of A Voice from the Ever Change. Now, today I'm going to do things a bit differently. Uh, it's going to be a Q&A session, uh, and, and I'm going to address uh, questions that I received on body scanning, which is a particular type of meditation practice, and resting, which is another particular type of meditation practice, but they are uh, connected. Uh, when we do a resting, we actually do a, a complete body scan. Uh, and body scanning is essentially going through the entire body, uh, noting any sensations that are arising in the body and uh, inviting that, inviting the body to rest. So resting is uh, intimately connected with a body scanning practice. Uh, so one does, the practices are, are, well, one can do a body scanning practice and do the resting practice at the same time. So I'm going to talk more about that. Uh, and then I'm going to guide a complete resting meditation. So this session might be a little bit longer uh, than the usual A Voice from the Ever Change episode, but I, I thought that would be the very best way to answer the questions on resting is to actually uh, give a resting meditation practice here today. So I hope you all enjoy that. So it'll be quite different. I'll just now, uh, when we start, I'll, I'll ring the bell. I'll just guide very briefly into silence. I won't do a full guided meditation. I won't read anything, uh, but I'll just allow us to come into silence. Then I'll talk a little bit about body scanning practice, why it's so important, why it's so beneficial. And then I'll talk about resting, and then we'll end guided meditation on resting. Okay, so it's a little experiment today. Again, thank you all for joining me. Uh, and let's just rest in the present moment awareness for just a few moments. So just allowing the, mod the body, mind, and heart to rest. Just coming into this present moment experience.
Okay, so over the course of the weeks, I received a couple of questions on the importance and the benefits of body scanning. Uh, so I'll just talk about that first. That's where we're okay. So um, body scanning meditation is, as I mentioned, a particular type of meditation practice where we go systematically through the body, uh, either simply experiencing the different areas of the body or uh, the way I like to offer it is we actually invite the muscles of, of the body to relax, letting any tension or stress go. So kind of tying the resting practice into the body scanning practice, if you will. Uh, some teachers like to offer uh, the meditation as a way of noting uh, pleasant feeling tones or unpleasant feeling tones or neutral feeling tones as we scan through the body. That can be very beneficial as well. And I do that in my own practice occasionally as well. Um, so the benefits are many of body scanning, not only the relaxation, the resting, uh, we let go of stress and tension as we feel the inner body. Um, there's also medical studies that have been done that say this is uh, releasing stress. It strengthens the immune system, which uh, in this current world climate, uh, one can't underestimate or one can't overestimate the value of strengthening the immune system. So many uh, benefits on that level uh, for a body scanning practice. So when we do body scanning, and I'm not going to guide a full body scanning practice today, but uh, if you are interested in that, there are body scanning meditations on my website, uh, www.suchsweetthunder.org. Uh, so do go visit uh, the website and, and check out a body scanning practice if you're interested. Um, but when we do body scanning and any sort of abbreviated body scan, which I generally do at the beginning of these sessions, the idea is not to uh, the body. Oftentimes I find that people want to do that. When, when I'm suggesting to feel the breath coming in and out of the nose or feel the breath at the back of the throat or the rib and so forth, uh, people want to actually visualize those areas of the body. But that visualization is just another way of thinking. It's just another thought process. So we're trying to reclaim the experience of the body from the thinking mind. That's the idea of body scanning. So when we go through the breath, when we go through the body, the idea is to actually feel the energy inside the body rather than visualizing the body. And so there's a really, uh, quick way I can illustrate that. Uh, if you're following along at home, you can uh, put your arms out in front of you like that. And just let your, your hands dangle uh, at the end of the wrists there. And if you want, you can close your eyes. That's good. If not, that's okay too. But just don't flex the muscles in the hands, but allow the hands to just dangle. And if you can feel your hands existing at the end of the wrists without flexing the muscles of the hands, 
you might feel a tingling in the palms or perhaps the very slight pull of gravity against the fingers. There might be a warmth in the hands. But as long as you can feel the hands existing there without flexing the muscles, that's how we want to feel the whole body when does a body scanning practice. Now, the reason that's so emphasized in most meditation schools is that our emotions come to us through the body. When we feel anger, there's a physical sensation that arises with that anger. Often that physical sensation is overlooked and we fall right into reactivity. But with body scanning practice, we become very sensitive to what arises in our body. And we can feel the anger before we fall into reactivity. We can feel the physical sensations of anger before we go and pick up the phone and curse that person out or yell, kick, punch, scream, shout, which causes suffering. We don't also, we don't repress it. We don't choke it back in the body, which also causes harm and suffering for ourselves. We can allow the physical sensations of, in this example, anger, to just arise. And we can rest in that. And that's where the resting practice comes in so important, is we learn to rest in whatever arises in the body. I used anger here as a quick example a very easy to access example because we all know what anger feels like, but um, it can be done with any emotion, any desire, any craving, uh, any joy, any happiness, but also uh, anger, anxiety, fear, dread. All of that arises to us as a corresponding physical sensation. So again, body scanning allows us to access that physical component of the emotion, we can identify it very quickly before we fall into reactivity. I like that. So very important. That's, that's one of the real, real gifts of body scanning practice. And one of the reasons why I do body scanning in almost every type of meditation that I teach, at least an abbreviated body scan, is it allows uh, the practitioner to uh, learn over and over again to come into the body and learn what the body feels like from the inside out. So that when emotions arise, it's like, oh, there's that fear again. And we start to, to befriend it. We start to say, oh, there's that fear again. We can smile, hi fear, how are you? I know what you are. And then it just comes and it goes. And so that's where the resting comes in, because when we do resting meditation practices, we learn to rest in whatever arises in the present moment. Now, the, I got several questions about resting practice, but the one that uh, really uh, uh, caught my attention was a question that I forgot exactly how it was worded, but something like, how can we rest in uh, this pandemic that's going on for months and months? How can we find rest? So that question kind of points at several different things that I'd like to talk about. Firstly, 
when we practice resting meditation, we're, we're practicing resting in whatever's arising without the mixture of external influences. We're just with our own body, our own mind, our own heart, and we just practice resting. In a way, that's kind of cultivating the skill of resting. Now, the idea isn't that we cultivate this this state of rest, and then we just go about our day in that state of rest. <laughs> that never really works that way, unfortunately. I wish it did. But the idea is that we come into the silence of meditation and we cultivate this skill of resting so that when we go about our day mixed with activity, we have that skill of resting. It's not that we're bringing the resting with us, we're bringing the skill of being able to rest with us. That's quite a different thing. If you try to cultivate a certain state of mind in meditation and bring that with you throughout your day, it never really works out. Uh, something always comes that knocks you off of that. And it could be after 10 minutes after the meditation, or it could be an hour after the meditation, but eventually something will, will arise that uh, uh, takes you away from that state. But when we cultivate the skill of resting, then we go about our day and something unexpected happens, we remember that skill. Oh, I can rest with this. Oh. Then the resting comes back. We're in the present moment. We're uh, open and embracing the, that present moment situation like that. So that's quite a big distinction and, and quite important, I think, uh, for these practices. With resting, the practices of loving kindness, we don't cultivate a heart of loving kindness and then shine that through our day. <laughs> but we, we cultivate these skills of loving kindness in the silence of meditation so that when we approach people in our day, we have that skill to bring to the day, like that. Present moment awareness meditations, same thing. We don't fall into the present moment in the silence of meditation and then somehow maintain that. That would be very stiff and kind of forced, try to maintain this present moment awareness that we cultivate in the silence of our room or meditation hall, and then try to bring that out into the day. <laughs> uh, but the idea is to maintain or to cultivate certain skills, feeling the breath entering and leaving the body, feeling the clothing on the skin, hearing the sounds of the present moment. Those are all different windows of opportunity uh, that we can use to enter into So in the silence of meditation, there's not much else going on. It's just us with our mind, our body and our heart. And so we can cultivate the skill in that silent space. So that when we do have a conversation with a friend or we get a phone call with unexpected news or uh, we turn on the news and there's something upsetting, we have those skills to return to the present moment like that. So that's how uh, this works. Okay, now the reason why resting is so important is because resting allows us to let go of our opinions of it should be this way or it shouldn't be that way. 
Very important in this current world climate, right? Because when we're resting, we can't hold on to those preferences and prejudices. Because holding is the very antithesis of resting. Now we can't force our preferences and prejudices to go, but when we rest in the present moment very, very deeply, those preferences dissolve on their own. So the idea is to rest to the present moment experience. That again points to that question that I was asked, how do we rest in this two month pandemic? The idea is to rest right now. Two months, three months, six months, that implies a certain time frame. That makes resting actually quite difficult. The idea is to rest right now. Whatever is happening right now. And then the mind will think, Oh, but yes, but, but this should be happening, that should be happening. That's fine. If those types of thoughts happen, ask yourself, can I rest with this? Oftentimes when we pose that question, can I rest with this? The mind actually finds that rest. The body softens. The heart opens. Can I rest with this? Now, sometimes the answer to that question is no, I can't. That's fine too. If this is during a meditation practice, continue working with what's arising, coming back to the breath, feeling the body. You can even pose that question a few minutes later. Can I rest with this now? Maybe the answer is no again. That's fine. Come back to the practice. Now, if you're doing this in life situation, again, this is one of those skills that we cultivate. So if you're in, let's say, the grocery store and somebody is bumping up against your shoulder, although you're supposed to stand two meters apart, you feel the tension in the body, you feel your jaw clenching, whatever it is, can I rest with this? Now, perhaps the answer is yes. You'll feel the body soften, the mind will relax, the heart will open. Nice. Perhaps the answer is no, that's fine. Take the necessary action to, to move, step out of the way, but you've taken the emotional reactivity out of the situation. In moving that way, you're protecting yourself, you're protecting the other person, uh, and you're not causing suffering by unplugging the emotional reactivity that might have arisen as a result of that situation. So in order to rest very deeply in meditation or outside of meditation, we have to let go. We have to let go of what we think should be or what we want to be and just rest.
Now, the danger here is that we set up this resting as a kind of a goal. Now, whenever we have a goal, a sort of tension arises and we're striving towards, in this case, resting. But that is actually the very antithesis of resting. So the idea is to allow the resting to be the result of a particular practice. And that practice is just experiencing whatever's arising. And again, it comes one of the major techniques of this practice, the principal technique, is posing that question, can I rest with this? Can I just experience what's arising right now? When we see and accept things are, when we see and accept how things are arising in the present moment, the mind, the body, and the heart rest. And so I think that's all I need to say about that. So we'll do the resting practice now, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode. So I'll ring the bell and I'll guide this resting meditation. I hope you all enjoy. So allowing the body, mind, and heart to rest. Just coming into this present moment experience. Noticing the breath entering and leaving the nose. You might notice a cool or a dry sensation arising from the nose. But regardless of the sensation arising, ask yourself, can I rest with this experience? Simply resting in the sensations of the breath entering and leaving the nose. Noticing the sensations of breath touching the back of the throat and again resting in that experience of the breath entering the nose and touching the back of the throat as you breathe in and breathe out. Noticing the rib cage expanding and contracting with each breath. Noticing the rising and falling of the abdomen as you inhale and exhale. Letting any tension 
or stress or emotion that's held in the abdomen muscles go. Allowing the muscles in the abdomen to grow soft, relax and unwind. Noticing the back, moving out as you breathe in and in as you breathe out. And allowing the muscles in the back to relax, grow soft. Letting any tension, emotion or stress that's held in the back go. And if there's a tension there in the abdomen or the back that doesn't want to relax, that's okay too. You can't force relaxation. Just acknowledge the tension and continue with the practice of resting. Bringing attention to the rising and falling of the shoulders Letting any tension, emotion, or stress that's held in the shoulder muscles go. Allowing the shoulder muscles to relax, unwind, and grow soft. allowing awareness and attention to expand through the upper arms, inviting the muscles in the upper arms to rest and relax. Noticing any sensations arising from the forearms, allowing the muscles in the forearms to grow soft and unwind. Allowing awareness to expand into the hands, inviting the muscles in the hands to relax and rest. Awareness moving through the hands and into the thumbs and the fingers to the fingertips. And while breathing in and breathing out, bringing awareness and attention to the sensations of the body against the cushion or chair, mat or floor. Inviting the muscles underneath those sensations to rest completely. Awareness expanding into the legs, the upper legs and the back of the legs. Noticing the sensation of clothing against the upper legs, inviting the upper leg muscles, the thigh muscles to grow soft and relax and rest. Allowing the muscles in the knees to unwind, grow soft. Awareness expanding into the calf muscles and the shins of the lower legs allowing the calf muscles to grow soft, 
The muscles over the shins can relax and rest, inviting the ankle muscles to unwind completely. Awareness moving into the feet, allowing the muscles in the feet to relax, rest, and grow soft. As awareness moves through the feet and into the toes, to the tip of the toes. And while resting with the breath and the body, bringing attention to the back of the neck, inviting the muscles in the back of the neck to grow soft and rest. The muscles in the sides of the neck to relax. Noticing any sensations arising from the cheeks of the face, letting any tension or stress that's held in the face go, inviting the muscles in the face to grow soft the lips to grow soft and relax, the eyes, inviting the muscles in the forehead to grow soft and unwind, noticing any sensations arising from the top of the head. And just rest, resting in the body, Resting in the mind, resting in the heart, just rest. And if thoughts arise, taking you away from the resting, you can label those thoughts thinking, which will allow the thoughts to dissolve, or you can simply ask, how can I rest with these thoughts? If there's a sensation in the body, an itch or an ache, which takes you out of the resting, simply ask, how can I rest with this? If the itch is intense or the ache too much, alleviate the itch, scratch the itch, move to alleviate the ache. But you might find that the body can indeed rest. Either one is fine. 
just rest. Resting in the body, resting in the mind, resting in the heart. And from time to time, you can check your shoulders. Are they resting? Check your back. Is your back resting? Check your jaw. Is your jaw at rest? We oftentimes hold our body in a particular way while we're meditating because we want to meditate in the right way. But for this practice, don't think about the right way. Just think about resting. And check your abdomen. Is your abdomen soft and rest? Check your legs, are they resting? Allow your body to rest very, very deeply into the present moment. And again, if something arises to take you away from resting, you can ask, how can I rest with this? Allowing thoughts to go, coming back to rest into the present moment. How can I rest with this?
and as you rest in the body, and you don't do anything with the body, notice what happens to the sensations of the body. And if you maintain that open resting, you'll notice the sensations arise and pass. In the state of resting, the sensations of the body self-liberate, just rest. And while allowing the mind to rest, you don't do anything with the mind. Notice what happens to your thoughts. And you'll notice that your thoughts too self-liberate. They come and they go. And we can remain at rest. And when you allow your heart to rest, and you don't do anything with your heart, Notice what happens to your feelings and emotions. And you'll notice feelings and emotions arise and they pass. They celebrate back into the open, spacious awareness from which they came. And we remain at rest. Resting in the body, resting in the mind, resting in the heart, just rest.
So thank you for joining me for this episode of A Voice from the Ever Change. Uh, this was primarily an episode on resting. Uh, so I hope you all found that useful and beneficial. If not, just a little mildly entertaining, perhaps. <laughs> um, so finding this state of rest uh, can be very, very beneficial. It is a practice. It is something we cultivate. And that's why there are meditation practices that are designed to cultivate this state of resting. So the more you do a meditation like this, the easier it gets to be to rest in the body, to rest in the mind, to rest in the heart. So if this was your first time doing a meditation this way, this style of meditation, and perhaps you didn't notice the thoughts arising and passing, or you weren't able to feel the emotions arising and passing and so forth, it's not that you did anything wrong. Uh, it can take quite some practice to be able to rest in the midst of that arising and passing. That's actually where the title, A Voice from the Ever Change, comes from. Uh, to be able to rest in the ever-changing landscape of our reality. Ever-changing landscape of our heart, of our mind, and of our body. Uh, now the voice that I'm referring to is was my voice that I've been developing as a teacher, as an artist, as a writer, as a poet. So that voice coming up from the ever-changing landscape of the body, mind, and heart. So the idea then is to rest in whatever's arising. And in that resting state, that resting, this, there's a very common misperception of this type of resting, that it just means the flow. It's actually quite the opposite of going with the flow. Uh, this type of resting is a state in which we open up to and embrace whatever is arising in the present moment. And that embracing of the present moment facilitates this deep state of resting. That, that radical embrace of right now allows for that resting state to be there. Because in this state of resting, there, there's no struggle. There can't, the struggle dissolves. We rest in whatever we're struggling against. And the struggle resolves itself. It self-liberates. Any sort of striving towards dissolves because you can't strive and rest at the same time. And yet at the same time, everything is accomplished. Much in the same way a tree doesn't strive to grow into an oak. It rests in its very nature and in that resting becomes the oak. The river doesn't strive towards the ocean. It rests in being the river 
and makes its way to the ocean. So I really have no way to prove that this practice would be of great benefit in this world climate. I can only suggest that you try it. Give it a couple of weeks. You can use the guided meditation that I offered here today. You can watch the episode, download it. They're also available on my YouTube channel or on my website. The website again www.suchsweetthunder.org. Uh, everything on there except the two books that I've written is for free. And in fact, if you send me your email address, I'll actually send you a PDF copy of my latest book. So even that's free. Huh? Uh, so I, I really just try to help as many people as I possibly can. And that's really the thrust behind this whole video series is uh, to try to boost the morale of the, the world uh, condition right now, or the world uh, predicament, if you will. My humble offering of uh, a little bit of the wisdom that I've accrued through my practices, through my travels, in hopes that some may find it beneficial. So I hope you did. I'll be back again tomorrow where I resume uh, the typical format of reading uh, from my latest book, a poem and a commentary, guiding and meditation, and so forth. Hope to see you there. Stay safe, stay clean, stay healthy, practice your social distancing as much as possible, sanitize, wash your hands, wear your masks, and uh, be safe. Much love, much light. Thank you. Hmm.